Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today our very special guests are past Rotary District Governors, Tam Mustafa and Knut Johnson, and we'll be discussing the International Medical Relief Foundation. Well, good morning, Dr. Tam. Good morning. And good morning, Knut. Good morning. It's a pleasure to have you both here with us today to talk about something that's close to all of our hearts, the International Medical Relief Foundation. So, Knut, tell us very briefly, what is that all about? Well, this is a program that was started by one of our local uh, Rotarians from Middletown, Dr. Uh, Parita, uh, back in 1999. He retired and uh, uh, from family practice, and then he decided to go back to India, his home, and he actually volunteered for uh, seven months in the hospital where he initially started many years before. And after that, he came back to the States and came back to Middletown, and he had this idea of realizing how uh, difficult um, uh, it was around the world with uh, the lack of medical supplies and equipment. And he went to the local club, and they kicked around the idea of uh, starting a, uh, some type of a, a program to reach out. So it was pretty much, a, uh, you might say, a, a club, a Rotary Club project initially. And then shortly, in our district, in here our district, locally, mm-hmm, here in the Hudson Valley, in the Hudson Valley, yes. And then went from there. Uh, it involved uh, another uh, leading Rotarian, uh, and that was uh, Chester Sawyer. He was a bank executive, and uh, he got involved with it, and that's when it kind of materialized into a foundation. And now we're uh, getting ready to celebrate 10-year anniversary. And right. it is a 501c3. Correct. It's a nonprofit and has become an international effort now. It has. Exactly. Right. And Dr. Tam, as I understand it, um, we take used, lightly used medical equipment and maybe medical supplies that have been superseded by something a little bit newer and a little bit better, but the old stuff still works fine, and we ship that overseas? Is that how we exactly. do it? Exactly. Yeah. A lot of countries overseas don't have any equipment at all in most operating rooms. Here, the turnaround is like three or five years. We depreciate the equipment at the hospitals, mm-hmm. and... Uh, we spend money getting rid of the equipments. On the other hand, these countries can use those equipments and save lives. So it's like somebody buying a used car because somebody's traded in for a new car. Uh, the x-ray machine still works. It's just that someone's gotten something a little bit newer, a little bit better, but it's still perfectly sound. And would exactly. be of use to somebody else in another place. And Can we just point out that it, this is not – are people involved on your board of directors and, and a uh, chunk of your volunteers, they're people from the community. It's not exclusive to Rotarians. Is that correct? Exactly. We like to see more Rotarian participation, but anybody who is interested in humanitarian – Efforts, Service. yeah. It's okay. Welcome. Yes. In fact, we do have uh, uh, Congressman uh, uh, Ben Gilman, the retired congressman. He's mm-hmm. on our board, and uh, he's very helpful, especially um, uh, from an international standpoint in South and Central America. And we have uh, uh, also a lawyer from Middletown that's uh, involved. And uh, so we and, do have and some other health care professionals. I think I, I've just recognized some of the names. It's not exclusively a Rotarian effort, is my point, that you're incorporating 
Rotary as well as people from the greater community. Exactly. Okay. All right. And a nonprofit. So mm-hmm. people listening to are welcome to participate or, or uh, contribute. Uh, monetary uh, would be accepted. Monetary gifts would be accepted, exactly. I assume. One thing I like. How, how would you do that? Uh, one thing I like to emphasize is uh, every human being, almost everybody, goes to a doctor, dentist, chiropractor, or some healthcare professional. So he or she could ask the provider about the equipments, what they they are discarding, whether they can gather them and give it to us so we can send it abroad. And how? what kind of screening process do you have for the uh, condition um, or are there are, are there guidelines of what type of equipment, what type of shape it, it's in, and that type that. Once we collect, we make sure they are good. At least we take the word for it. But on the other hand, uh, some of those things, medical supplies, which mm-hmm. are expiring fairly soon, we wouldn't want to get them because we collect enough material to be able to ship in a container. Uh-huh. So we may not have enough to ship within three months or six months. So uh-huh. we want to make sure. So you have to have a minimum shipment gathered exactly. in, in order for it to make sense. Now, past yeah. District Governor Knut Johnson, uh, where is where are these medical supplies and equipment that are collected and uh, donated to the International Medical Relief Foundation? Where What countries are they going to? Well, well, there's several countries where they've gone to. In the past, we've been to the Ukraine with some dental equipment. We've been to Cambodia with more dental equipment. Then we got a lot of bedding and bed supplies and things like that that went to Haiti recently. We've had dialysis equipment in Russia and Cambodia. And um, so it, 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 wherever there is a need, uh, currently we're working um, uh, with um, uh, a group in Nigeria. We have probably, oh, in the neighborhood of 150 to $200,000 worth of equipment uh, uh, in very good condition. Where do you house it prior to it going to well, we're, we're places very, of need. Well, we're very fortunate uh, uh, that the uh, storage, um, Guardian Storage. Here? They're, yeah, they're very generous. Uh-huh. They give us, uh, in the, um, in the, on, this, on the other side of the river, uh, we have a storage unit. And here in Poughkeepsie, thanks to them, they allow us to uh, have, a, have a unit where we keep the equipment. Until, until you're ready to it. container exactly. it and ship it over to. And, the, and so, this is gratis. This is free. And so they, and they donate that. That's a, right. An mm-hmm. in-kind gift. So. Um, it goes to developing countries as well as places of disaster. Exactly. Is that the idea? Is that yeah. how you identify where you're mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. ship out to? What about uh, the poor areas of the United States? You know, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the mining camp. Uh, we have done that. Appalachia. We have done that too. If uh, any place. Sometimes, uh, if it is easier to ship to any place around here where that's needed, we would do that. Mm-hmm. We don't have any particular preference to any particular place. You know, when we pick up things like uh, wheelchairs, electric mm-hmm. wheelchairs, things like that, th- that isn't something that is that we can really ship to another country without. It's rather expensive. Right, right. So we actually work with a couple local medical supply houses, mm-hmm. and they take the wheelchairs. They make sure that they're in perfect 
order, mm -hmm. and then they give them to people here in the Hudson Valley mm -hmm. that are in need. So uh, we we work. You're a um, bit of a clearinghouse too for local as well as um, mm -hmm. you can. There's a local effort mm -hmm. going on. How do you when you do ship overseas though or out of the country? How do you make sure that that container gets to where you need it to go? Do you coordinate with other Rotarians or Rotary? How does it work? Many times they are Rotarians over the like the one we are shipping to Nigeria. It's a club in Lagos who is taking it. So we make sure that it's uh, somebody we know, and we have seen them, we have met them. Mm -hmm. So we know those people who take care of mm -hmm. So it goes from one hand to the other trusting mm -hmm. hand. Now I happen to know that uh, Radio Rotary is heard in waiting rooms around the Hudson Valley of doctors and dentists' office. So just in case we have a doctor or dentist who's listening while he or she is working who is going to be upgrading his or her equipment or has some supplies that uh, they, they want to replace with the latest and greatest, uh, how would they get in touch with you folks at the International Medical Relief Foundation? Well, we had uh, we have a website which is imrfusa.org. Can you give us that again, please? imrfusa.org, and we have a local phone number eight four five two one nine sixteen twelve. Let me do that one more time, also, please. Eight four five two one nine. 1612. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we will have Knut Johnson and Dr. Tam Mustafa uh, repeat that information in the second half of the show. Now, you gentlemen are both Rotarians. What club do you belong to, Newt? New Windsor Cornwall Rotary Club. And when does it meet? We meet Wednesdays at noon at Steak and Stein in Newburgh. And Sarah wants to know? How, well, I know how the food is because I've been to his Rotary All right. Club. And Dr. Tam? So. <laughs> we have excellent food, too, at Castles in Kinderhook. Our club is Kinderhook Tri, Tri Village. Village. And yep. actually, you're the founder of that club. Thank you. All right. And it meets when and where again? Wednesdays at 6 o'clock. Very good. And you know what, folks at home? We're going to find out more about these two wonderful gentlemen. They and have their, a supper club. Their clubs. And also more about the International Medical Relief Foundation in just a moment. But first, let's remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is that angel of mercy, Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guest, Dr. Tam Mustafa and Knut Johnson, talk to us about the Medical Relief Foundation. And Sarah, who keeps us healthy by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Highland, Hyde Park, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, New Paltz, and Patterson. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio over the past 20 years rotary club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio now we are on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all but we need your help thanks to an historic matching grant from the bill and melinda gates foundation Every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. 
It's Apple Blossom time in Red Hook. Red Hook Rotary's Apple Blossom Festival is Saturday, May 11th. Fun for the whole family. Great food and craft vendors. Get that last-minute gift for Mother's Day. It's Red Hook Rotary's Apple Blossom Festival. Saturday, May 11th, in the heart of Red Hook, New York. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, and we would like to welcome you back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. And Jonah, yes. today we are being joined by exemplary fellow Rotarians Outstanding and, all, and also some very good friends of ours. And we always enjoy having past District Governor Tam Mustafa and Knut Johnson in the studios. And today they're talking about an initiative, which is a partnership of local Rotary clubs and the greater community called the International Medical Relief Foundation. And they are celebrating their 10th anniversary. And right. just to recap a little bit, this was founded and started by a local Rotarian here in the Hudson Valley after he retired from medical practice, returned to his homeland in India, and saw that there was a need. Um, so this foundation, which is now a nonprofit organization, and yes, <laughs> listeners, you can contribute. You can either be involved as a volunteer. You can contribute medical equipment to the medical professionals, and you can also contribute monetarily to this nonprofit organization. They get much-needed supplies um, and equipment to areas um, in need, and that's uh, in the world, developing nations, places of disaster, et cetera, et cetera. So welcome back again to the second half. I, th- I hope I recapped everything. Hi, Thank Dr. You. Tam. Hi. How are you and doing? hi, Knut. Uh, hello there. So just to follow up on what uh, Sarah was saying, you're taking slightly outdated equipment, you know, stuff that's been traded in, like a used car gets traded in for a new car, used x-ray machines traded in for a new x-ray machine, and rather just fill the landfill with this, you're sending an x-ray machine, which is still working, to an area of need. Is that the best way of putting exactly. it? Exactly. Right. The same thing with medical supplies like syringes and gauze and yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So, um, Dr. Tam, uh, what kind of uh, medical practice did you have before you retired? Gastroenterology. Oh, well, yeah. All yeah. right. And uh, uh, that's a natural for why you'd be interested in this as a member of our healing arts. Exactly. I saw doctors and uh, hospitals discarding equipments at the same time. Knut and myself had the privilege of traveling elsewhere abroad and looking at some of the healthcare facilities and seeing they have nothing. So it's a good fit for us to send the equipments over there rather than, as you said, filling our 
landfills. Mm-hmm. And Knut, what got you interested in this? You're not a, you're not a member of the uh, uh, physicians, but you are a great humanitarian and outstanding Rotarian. How did you get interested in this? Well, thank you for those kind words. Uh, my background was retail. I ran stores, uh, uh, merchandising. But uh, really, um, a lot of it, just to piggyback on what Tam just mentioned, was that uh, we have had an opportunity to do a lot of travel for the uh, Rotary Leadership Institute, uh, which is a uh, an instructional program for Rotarians uh, to get them more engaged, more involved through keeping them informed on the work of Rotary. But we've gone to uh, many, many countries, and uh, while there, we usually take a day or two and, and visit local projects uh, that Rotarians are involved with, and we get to see just how First-hand. desperate some of the needs are. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess to use our motto of uh, taking uh, leftovers and making lifesavers out of them uh, 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 works real well, thanks mm-hmm. to the fact that we've had an opportunity to Be see here. a lot of this firsthand. Mm-hmm. And let's talk a little bit about the guardian angel of the International Medical Relief Foundation, an outstanding Rotarian, and our, our dear friend who we lost last year, Chet Sawyer. Uh, Chet really, although he didn't found this, he really pushed it pretty hard. There's no question. He's um, he, he was really the one that uh, took the uh, took the the concept and uh, brought it. You might say full force into Rotary. Uh, not only because he because he was a leader and a past district governor, uh, he he embraced this. And uh, even before that, he was working with uh, uh, another uh, very well known Rotarian, Doctor McGuffey, who was a missionary doctor in Africa, and he would go there uh, and work with her and. And bring in equipment, and they brought in uh, ambulances and all kinds of things. Even before uh, we got involved with uh, Dr. Parita's concept, but really, uh, Chet Sawyer uh, uh, was played a very big part, and uh, we're very thankful to the work he did. You know, Dr. Tam Mustafa, uh, past district governor, uh, you you had something in the first half that sort of surprised me that the average life expectancy of a piece of medical equipment is three to five years. Exactly, and, and is that because it wears out or because they just keep innovating and and bringing in something new, the latest and greatest, especially I know in in radiology and x-ray technician and the treatment of cancer, there's always apparently something in a newspaper for laymen such as myself, something new, some new miracle every six months to a year. Exactly. That's what is happening in the medical field. Every three to five years, uh, new equipments are coming in. And not only that, internal revenue service uh, Let's hospitals and doctors depreciate these things on an enhanced basis mm-hmm. in three to five years. So it's worthwhile for them to get a new equipment at the same time. It's worthwhile for us to send it to wherever the people need it. Well, it sounds like there's no shortage of equipment available. What about, though, uh, medical supplies such as syringes, gauze? Uh, what about medications? Do you also ship over uh, medications? We try not to take as much medications mm-hmm. because uh, of the transportation hazardous uh, problems. And uh, as I said before, the expiry date, you know, even though it's still usable for a year or so, mm-hmm. even after the labeled expiry date is finished, uh, it may be a problem. We don't want to look like we are just discarding the things to other people. Mm-hmm. Right. And it must be more complicated from a regulatory standpoint exactly. to, to transport meds exactly. as opposed to equipment, yeah. you know, which is... Now, when, when you send something over there, how do you know that the, that the doctors over there know how to work the equipment? 
we usually send the equipments only things which are not too complicated that they can take advantage of on the other hand uh, even though these are underdeveloped or developing countries mm-hmm. with internet most people have the know how or can find out how to make things work gotcha and uh, it's uh, they may not be quite advanced but at the same time they have the skills and i think they have the the wherewithal to make things work so speaking of the mm-hmm. internet what is your website again if our listeners want to find out more about this very worthy cause okay our website is uh, imrf USA.org. IMRFUSA.org. And, and the phone number? And the number is 845 219 One more time. Okay. 845 219 1612. Our guests on Radio Rotary are past district governors of Rotary, uh, two outstanding humanitarians and Rotarians, Dr. Tam Mustafa and Knut Johnson. And we're talking about the International Medical Relief Foundation, which, as uh, Knut so uh, aptly said, turns leftovers when it comes to uh, medical equipment and supplies into lifesavers by shipping it to areas of need around the world. Now, have you gentlemen who are both world travelers for Rotary ever gone to see an installation of uh, some of this equipment? Just see how it's working out i have seen them working after they received it uh, we are not the when they receive them but uh, mm-hmm. yeah they do make it work and uh, sometimes what we take it for granted every mother carries the band-aids in the pocketbook right but when you go abroad you find out most of them don't even have band-aid when uh, the child gets wounded on now, the field. Now, you say that you take uh, used equipment uh, and, and supplies from uh, doctors and, and dentists and local hospitals. Have you ever approached uh, any of the big companies for, as you say, Band-Aids, uh, somebody like uh, you know Johnson & Johnson? We oh, actually, wait, wait, Knut, you must have it in there, right? Because your last name is Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't actually gone to the manufacturers, but we do work with uh, some local medical supply houses. Um, in fact, uh, HealthQuest right here in the Hudson Valley is very generous with uh, equipment and right. supplies. Right. You know, in the minute we have left, gentlemen, you're both past district governors of uh, Rotary International, and you're both uh, uh, longstanding Rotarians here in the Hudson Valley. Tell the people at home why they should become Rotarians. We'll start with Knut. Well, if you want to feel good and you have a little bit extra time on your hands, there's no better place to come than uh, to join Rotary and the the fellowship of men and women that uh, want to give back. And, Tam, we're going to give you the last word about the International Medical Foundation and about Rotary. Anybody who is interested in supporting our program and be part of it, they could join as friends of International Medical Relief Foundation, Friends of IMRF. And uh, once we get on to that website, you'll find out more about it. And this is a good way of connecting with the rest of humanity. And that website is imrfusa.org. Dr. Tam Mustafa and Knut Johnson, thank you so much for everything you do for your fellow man. And thanks for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank Thank you you. for having us. Thank you. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary this week has been sponsored by Rotary International, the Rotary Clubs of 7210 that are Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, and Kinderhook Tri-Village. 
entire Radio Rotary team, our producer, Betty Renner, our engineer, Jay Verzi, and my co-host, Sarah O'Connell. This is Jonah Trebowaster thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Are you a Word with Friends geek or just an old-fashioned Scrabble fan? Either way, the Kingston Rotary invites you to a night of fun and friendly Scrabble on Tuesday, June 4th at 5.30 at the Ulster County Community Action Building, 70 Lindsay Avenue off Delaware Avenue in Kingston. $15 admission includes beverage and snacks. To register, call 845-331-6837. That's 845-331-6837. Or go to ulsterliteracy.com. So save the date for Scrabble Fun Night, Tuesday, June 4th at Ulster County Community Action in Kingston.